This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Big Truss, Nobody Beats the Biz, Chris Bizignano. Well, if you felt good about the, the win over Philly, Chris, which I did, I know it was an ugly win, but I still, you know, beating Philly is a wonderful thing. Uh, now we are fresh off the news, hot off the presses, that uh, Daniel Jones is now officially out for Sunday. In steps Mike Glennon and uh, I believe Jake Fromm. So, uh, you know, you just feel for Jones because uh, he played that game and it was, we- it was weird to hear about it afterwards. But uh, it- the injury bug has hit him over the last, uh, since he's been a giant, um, you know, at different parts of, the- of each year. And you realize how lucky you were, like you said before, uh, with a guy like Eli Manning who just shows up every week. And, you know, it's just, it's a shame that the offense is where it is. Jones is now hurt. Now Mike Glennon comes in, and it's, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a crapshoot now, dude, I oh. think, on offense. Yeah, Jerry. Um, it basically was a crapshoot with Jones in it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> now right. it's even more. Now it's like, wow, now you're really loaded against it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah um, look, Jones, you know, he finished that game. He got blasted early in the game. I've got to get into it a little bit with him. Um, the decision-making is just incredible. But he gets hit. In the neck, in the head area, shoulder, whatever the hell it was. And here's the thing, Jerry. Um, so we, you hear about it Tuesday, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it out there. You know, somebody told me it doesn't look good for Sunday. Jones is leaving a slight window open, but doesn't look good. And that's exactly what happened. As the week went on, he was on it. So what happened was that we, when we were at the facility, Jones was practicing. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was throwing around. So that, you know, brought apart brought about uh, about the speculation of you know oh he's you know he might play he's practicing you know right. even extra he's gonna be practicing yeah we expect him to practice but he's got a thing going on in the neck all right um it's a thing where it could be one game it could be maybe two it could be the rest of the season or it could be one week yeah. they just don't know yet dude yeah uh, they they don't know. They're hoping to get him back for the Chargers game, but right now, if you had Judge in front of you and you know with a little truth serum shot in him, <laughs> he'd probably tell you, "Oh, but we don't know about that game either." Trust me on this, Jerry. And it happened the second play of the game, right? Uh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, you know, uh, he got blasted pretty good early in the game. Look like that one. He and look, not sliding. And look, he slid. But here's the thing: he slid too late. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, it's. This is what I mean about, you know, he's taking a lot of shots yeah. on these zones. He's taking a lot of shots. Like, you see, you know, oh, I see people on Twitter, oh, no, oh, Chris, he got down. Yeah, he got down too late. Right. As he was going down, here comes, was there flags? I mean, the Giants weren't even looking for a flag at that play. Right. It was a timing thing. Yep. Jones' decision-making, either, you know, an interception or – He's taking these big hits. I don't give a shit how big you are. Yeah. You're going to get hurt, brother. These yeah. other guys who run, they know how to take hits. Yeah. Or they know when to get down. Or they know when to get out of bounds. He's taking too many big hits. And it's part of his game to zone read. We know that. We don't want to eliminate it. Yeah. But look what happened. You know, and I'm not saying eliminate it. I'm just saying he has to be smarter decision making wise no we want we want the zone read we yeah. love it but you got it like you said you got to get down earlier and there's been times where he hadn't slid there's been times where he's dove forward man um you know and, and we like it when he runs over somebody at the goal line but you know for the most part you just like you said you got to be smarter than that you know and you feel for him because he's trying he's he's got a he, he's a he, I, everyone always asks and, and now it's oh he's he's injury prone that's it they got to move on and it's like Man, he works so hard, and, and everything you say, right? He's first guy in, last guy out, and he's got the tools. And I was talking to a buddy today, and there were two things. There's two things with him, right? Turnovers, which he's or, or fumbles, I should say, which he seems to have fixed. And now this, he's just he can't stay healthy for a 16 or 17 game season. And like you said, the sliding too late. But there's been many times, dude, where he's just dove head first, and it's got to be smarter than that, man. And as many guys, he's low with the shoulder and taking a hit. Right, right. You know. Yep. Uh, and you can't keep doing that. Yeah. You can't keep do- and Judge and uh, and Garrett before he was released and, and, and now Freddie and they tell him, trust me, 
You yeah. got to be smart at decision making wise. You got to yeah. be. You got to make smarter decisions because you can't take these hits. Yeah. It doesn't seem to translate at times with this kid. Now here we are. Now Jerry, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring this up to you. Say it is an issue. Look, Judge said today is a little bit of a gray area going on with his neck. So I don't think it's just a sprained neck, dude. That's not a gray area. A sprained neck is like, okay, so there might be a little else, something else going on. From what I'm hearing, there's a little something else going on there. Good they Lord. just don't want they want to see how it's going to heal, okay? Mm-hmm. If it heals. Mm-hmm. But, but Jerry, what if he misses the rest of the season? Or if he misses four of the last five games after it's a, hell, it's, a hell of a, it's a hell of a thing to bring up, Chris, because you have to decide by May whether you're going to give him that yeah. fifth year. And there's no way you could give it to him. I'm sorry. Right, right. And no to way. your point, like, wow, we wanted these games to decide. Like, we think he's coming back. He's coming back next year. Yes. But you still wanted these games to see how he was going to progress. And now, if you don't get those, it's, oh, my God. Like, this is, well, he's coming back next year anyway. But you would have loved to have seen what he can do the rest of this year with Kitchens. I mean, we know the line needs to be improved. The, the perfection in front of him is a joke. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a big deal, Chris. It's a huge question mark. But Jerry, you know, if he say he only plays one game, or, he, or if he's out the rest of the year, we don't know that yet, right? He's definitely out Sunday. That we do know, right? But mm. we don't know the rest of the year. But if that happens, mm. you're now three years in, and there's still a question mark. Absolutely. And a lot of people will tell you this, Jerry. If there's a question mark three years in, he's not your guy. It's fair. It's a fair statement. He's not your guy. Yeah. Now, I hate to give up on Jones because I still see a lot of things. I really do. Yeah. But it is three years in, and he's still making bad decisions. Now, his bad decision-making with his running game, okay, and it cost him at least one game. He's been banged up every year. He took on a guy at the goal line. I understand the kid's got, you know, he, he's tough as nails. He wants to win a game for his team, but he took on that defender at the goal line in Dallas and was knocked out the rest of the game. Right? Yep. Uh, so the big thing is this. It's three, almost three full years in now. Now, you know, we're in December football in year three. Yeah. We're almost three full years, and everybody's sitting around like, well, there's still question marks. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. Now, now, playing devil's advocate, say, because as soon as this drops, someone will say, well, we didn't know it's Sims till six years. Ah, it's different times, man. Right, okay. That's what I thought, too. All right, you, just saying. It's going to come. It's the, qu- no the, the comparison's going to come. There's no way. It's today's Sally Cap era. Yeah. And the way these guys come out of college today, yeah. these college programs, you cannot compare – if anybody wants to go there, you cannot compare a quarterback in 2020, 2019, mm-hmm. 2021 to a guy who came out in 1979. Yeah. Just can't and, do it. And that, that fifth-year option is $21 million. Yeah, and it's going to be a big decision by May. And, Jerry, to me, there is no way you could pick up that fifth-year option. Right, and $21 million is not 30 It's not 40 But it is a significant amount of money to dedicate to a player that you don't know if he's the guy. That isn't. That's a lot. A lot of money eats up a lot of the salary cap. So, like you said, yeah. they're not going to do it. Um, and then where do we? Then where's that leave us? Right. Yeah. Then, I mean, you let them play out next year, Jerry. Then you see what happens. Well, because yeah. that'll be his big contract year anyway. If they yeah. decide he's the franchise, but right. Could anybody right now sit here on December third, third, yeah, and say, "Oh, without question, this is our franchise guy." Other than other than Duke graduates like Brian Porras, no. <laughs> Twitter followers of ours, no. You can't. Can't do it. And no. I, I and I understand the offensive line and I get it, the schemes and all. Jerry, oh yeah, yeah. That's He's only up against so it. much of the pie. Yeah, right. He's up against it. We get it. We we talk about it all the time. Is yeah. it is the worst offensive line in the league, probably, short of outside of Andrew Thomas, and 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 the receivers have been hurt all year there's no consistency we get it but you have to overcome some of that you still yeah. got to elevate your game more you still got to lead the offense more right and it hasn't been look look his best year we talked about it 
uh, was under Shermer. Yes. We had, we had two, you know, 24 touchdowns, whatever it was, and, and he has been near that since. Yep. And there's a lot of factors that play into that. I know that. But you can't just sit there, Jerry, and say, well, you know, it's all the offensive line's fault. It's all Garrett's fault. It's all schemes. It's all the receivers' injuries. It can't do it. You know what I mean? Um, so, look, he, I think he's very fortunate that there isn't a big stud quarterback coming out this year, one or two of them. Do you think so? You think he's fortunate for that? I think he's fortunate for that. Okay. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Because I think it would have been – that would have brought it uh, – that would have seeped into the walls and say, well – are we sure Daniel's a guy? Because Jerry Foley is a five-stud quarterback coming out. Laser, gonna, ro- laser rocket arm. You get what I'm saying, Jerry? Are we yes. going to pass on this yeah. Foley kid? That, yeah. That's a sure thing, it looks like, for right. a guy. Are we not 100%? You get what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah. yeah There's too many kids coming out this year that aren't sure things. I, don't, I, I get it, the pickets. I get a couple other kids. That Rattler. I, from what I understand, some of the kids I've seen, there's really no top 10 talent coming out. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking. I'm not talking about some team might take one for need because they need. But I'm just telling as far as talent wise, and everybody's saying that. Yeah. Uh, so, so what alternatives do you have? Right. Well, he plays his fourth year. That's the alternative, mm-hmm. and you hope he gets better. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. Because, but I have to. If there was one or two kids coming out, Jerry, um, I think it's a different, different conversation we're having. Uh, in 1925 Giants Drive and yeah. me and you and everybody else that covers this team in the NFL. Now, you, uh, people are like, well, what about, you know, maybe there's a couple of quarterbacks to be on the market, you know. Uh, Russell Wilson, Chris. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, Chris. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, guys <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. I wouldn't expect that huh. cat-wise. Where, you know, I look, Russell Wilson and Pete Cowell, they're heading for a divorce. Yeah. They are in Maybe. Seattle. But I could see Russell Wilson playing at that team I played last night, New Orleans. I could see that happening. Rodgers is a flake. We don't know what's going to happen to Rodgers. If they win the Super Bowl, you think Rodgers is going to move on? No, it's not. They'll make it work. We'll see what happens. And he'll, co- and he'll complain about it for uh, three more years. Rodgers, he's just a, you know, he's a, he, he's a, he's, you know, Rodgers is Rodgers. He, he, he yeah. plays, he plays with his own beat. You know that. So, yeah. um, um, and, but there's really no alternatives, dude. Um, so you, you work with Daniel. He'll be back for his fourth year. You don't pick up the option. We'll see what happens if the next year we got some Bryce Young's coming out or whatever, you know, but that's way down the road. The shame of it is he's <laughs> smart. He, Chris, he's incredibly accurate. He's an accurate passer when he's not careless with the ball, if that makes sense, right? But, you know, when he, he's, he hits guys in stride, he's not really high with his passes, and he's athletic. He's got all the – he's got it all. Like, just he's got to put it together and stay healthy, man, and – Damn, it's it's uh, you hope it works. I and mean, he's easy to like, he's easy to root for. Oh, a good kid. Oh, I, I love the kid. And, and Jerry, you know, I, I gotta be honest with you, dude, even his accuracy is coming into question. Well, this year, it seems, yeah, like you said, the, the games where it seems he's like missing he's guys, he's hyped not up. putting the ball where it should be put, uh, and certain on certain plays, you see some comeback sideline. I, I usually he used to hit, not really consistently hitting him anymore. Um, very skittish at times with his feet in a pocket. Um, if, if there's one real criticism of him, it's the staring down. To, to me, that's the that's the thing where he's got to fix that. He stares down guys too much. His first read. He does it at times, no question. Decision making still, you know. So, but as we sit here in December of 2021, Jerry, can we say that this kid has made that? We talked about it before the season. He has to make that leap forward. Yeah. Right. Now, here we are, Jerry, 11 games in. He's going to miss game 12. Has he made that leap forward? And, 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 I, and I get it. You know, you can't just say, oh, look at the guys in front of him and all that. Yeah, I know. I, I get all that. But has he made that leap forward? No. And I think the, the disappointing part is he hasn't had that game-winning drive where, where you thought, all right, he can do this. He's going to do this. Because it seems like I haven't seen that since, really, since Tampa, his, game, his first game. Right, so I would I would have loved to have seen moments like that where he lifted the play around him. And again, guys, we get it; the offensive line stinks, but you would like to see, and and it's a trait that Eli Manning had, where he would lift the guys around him who weren't as talented to play better. Right, Eli Manning's thing. He, what he went to Ole Miss, and was anyone else drafted from his offense in the in the draft? 
I don't think so. Right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So, you know, and look, Jones too. Jones went to Duke. But, um, you know, it's just you would love to see him be able to to, to lift those guys. And he hasn't. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say now Now he's out, you know, and we look ahead to this Miami game and Mike Glennon, you know, yeah. is stationary, kind of a stationary target Yeah. against a team that likes to bring the pressure, you know. Um, now, has the Giants' pass pro been the worst this year? No, it hasn't been the worst. They've allowed only 21 sacks in 11 games. They give up pressures and all that, but it's not like they're giving up 40 sacks. I mean, Miami's deep offensive line. Pass pro wise has been worse than the Giants. It's a really good point. It's their run blocking that is is abysmal. It's a really good point, Chris. Abysmal. And you can't run the ball and you put your team and your quarterback in third and longs all the time and then you self inflict the penalties. That's also what comes into it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. So now you got Miami, Jerry. Um a team that likes to bring it. I think they they blitz the most in the league. They got guys with I mean, they're really getting to the quarterback. The rookie Jalen Phillips is getting to the quarterback now. Uh, and now with Glennon, this is like, man, this is a bad combination, bro. You know, yeah. Going into this game. Like, it's a hot team that's feeling very confident. Tua, who's playing really well. Jalen yeah. Waddle is showing everybody <laughs> why he was drafted that high. You know, yeah. As he was. Most, uh, catches, most catches for a rookie receiver, right? Yeah. Um, 77. You know? Jeez. So, He's got a lot of yak yards. Last week, you know, he he's a kid with that quick slants, and he's going to do some things and get for the yak and four touchdowns and um, and two is playing. Look, he's an intermediate type guy. You know, he's not going to burn you deep, but he's been very accurate lately, man. Very accurate. Um, they get a little bit of a running game going. They don't really run well like the Giants, right? Um, so uh, this is going to be a game where I felt pretty good, Jerry. Got to be honest with you, Daniel played. I like kind of like the matchup because uh, I think Daniel could have did some things getting out of the pocket a little bit, <clears throat> but I really don't like it with Mike Glennon. I gotta be oh, as, as a fan, as a fan, Chris. When it goes from Daniel Jones to Glennon, it's it's such a downer. It's, it's just such, such a downer. downer. Um, Noah Dory Jackson now, right? Not one of your corners. And, and, and Chris, Chris, Kadarius Tony, man. I mean, I know. Is it core or is it quad? It's oblique and quad. Oh God! What is? I know you keep text, you keep tweeting this, but seriously, what are they not take, doing that exercise where they bring their foot behind them and pulling like you do in baseball? <laughs> like I've done the only exercise that I actually could do and still maybe do right now. Like, I do it for Jerry. If I don't do it for golf, I might be on the IR for like three weeks. I, I can't bend over anymore, but yeah. I can do that one. I mean, my God, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Rudolph's questionable again. Caden Smith's out. You know, it's going to be the Evan Ingram, Chris Mayak show again. Um, no Shepard, quad. Ugh. John Ross, illness, quad. Oh, you know, John Ross, goodbye. I mean, this is what he is, right? He's exciting when he plays, but every other week. And when you have no fat on your body, you're going to pull something. He, he's need to eat a little more or something. I'm just tired of you. This is what John Ross is, guys. He's a 4-2-2 guy who, when he plays, you're like, oh, he can do some things. Out the next week. Right. So, and it doesn't look like he's going to play, you know, so. Yeah. And then you got, you know, Tony, who's hurt again. So um, it's, not a good, it's not a good look going into Miami at all. Um, Glennon is a backup for a reason. I think we yeah. saw a little flash of that when you played against Dallas this year. Mm, yeah. um, throwing an out, throwing an, out, an out pass that probably me and you wouldn't, wouldn't have thrown. You know what I mean? But he did. We, as a, we, could, have, we could have intercepted it, though. Yeah. Oh, that we could have intercepted. <laughs> Even the Dory Jackson could have picked that one off with his hands. So. Um, so not a good look. I mean. You know, the Giants, they just don't get to the quarterback, really, even though this team gives up a lot of sacks and pressures. Um, they haven't gotten to the quarterback. Maybe they could you know, try to, you know, look at need some turnovers to try to steal this one, in my opinion, with Glennon in there. Yeah. Could Saquon get going? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Saquon. But this offensive line, and you know, they haven't really shown they could run block at a consistent level yet. So it's going to be a very uh, tough, tough, you know, Tough matchup here Sunday, Jerry, against these guys. And probably eighty degree weather, you know, <laughs> you know, humid. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what it brings, man. But not looking good, my man. Not looking good. Is there anything that this offense? I mean, I don't know what they could exploit with any team every week, right? But is there anything they could exploit with this defense, or is Mike Glennon just throw it into like a category where, I mean, your your guess is as good as mine? And really, 
honestly, Chris, like bringing Jake from and he's the backup now, right? Like he goes in if, if Glenn is hurt. I mean, that's, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, I thought maybe he might be inactive for a week because just to learn the system, but it seems like they're going to make from yeah. the backup. He's going to draw plays in the dirt. Yeah. Instead of Luwiki. Uh, I thought maybe to bring up Luwiki from the right. practice squad, but it looks right. like Fromm's going to be the backup. You know? so, and and Fromm's a guy that we actually liked in college. And then he had a bad, I think it was his senior year yeah, and he just yeah, really dropped. But I liked him up until that point. So when they signed him, it was... Oh, I loved him when he was a freshman. Oof. Right, and, he, and then he saw him. He, you yeah. saw when they signed him, you're like, Jake Fromm, what the hell's going on? And then word got out about, about Jones' neck. But, I mean, Chris, does, does Glennon just make this like, yeah, uh, go get him. Good luck, guys. I, I mean, what, what can you possibly do, right? Like, what can, oh, you, yeah. what can you say that the Giants could exploit on this defense with Mike Glennon at quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, you're going to have to run the ball, Jerry. I know yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah. that's like, you know, breaking the Da Vinci code, but I'm just trying to tell you, you're going to have to, you know, you, this is the week that they're going to, the offensive, you hope that the running game comes around, yeah. Saquon gets some big chunks and, and Booker, you know, and they could run the ball for 130, 140 yards, you know, that, yeah. that's, they give up like 105 a game. Yeah. Um, now, you know, you got to stay out of the third and longs with these guys. Jerry, the Giants, the Giants have no chance if they're in the third and five, six, seven, eight, nine against these guys. Right. Yeah, because I just don't trust Glennon. I don't trust the offensive line up front um, the way they bring it. You know, they'll even zero blitz it at times, man. You know, they'll, they'll bring everybody. And because they have Xavier Howard and they have Byron Jones, you know, and you yeah. know, Brian Flores and – Josh Boyer, you know, they have total, you know, Josh Boyer, they have total confidence in it in those corners. Not that they can't be beat because Howard has been beat this year at times, but those are two pretty good corners still. Yeah. But they play so much man that, you know, they will get beat at times because when you play that much man, you will. But but they have guys up front that are very active, man. And it's going to be, you know, look, look, Nate's sold now, Jerry. Oh, I got to ask you that. He's now, he didn't practice today. He was, he's got an elbow issue going on. Yeah. So, I know the hot topic this week has been where, why hasn't Matt Pert played over Solder? Well, guess what? I, I'm getting the feeling you might see Matt Pert this week anyway. Okay. Right? Because despite, it looks like despite Solder, really what coaches have kind of admitted openly, right? Well, Jerry, let's let, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Rob Sale, their offensive line coach, I don't think there's any doubt he was sending a message to Matt Pert this week. When he was asked about why hasn't Pert played over Sola. And now look, Jerry, this is Nate Sola's on his final legs of his NFL career. And the guy busts his butt. You know, I, I never say that about Nate, but he's just not very good. Right. He's on his last legs. This is probably his last year in the league. Yeah. And now you have a kid you drafted third last year that can't press him to get him out of there. Right. I mean, is he not pressing this kid? Uh, this guy, this veteran, that you can't knock him out of the box. So yeah. what does that tell you? That tells you maybe there's some stuff going on. Maybe a little lazier than they like. I don't know this. For, I'm just telling you. What's he showing in practice? I mean, he's flashed sometimes in games. Other times he hasn't looked that good. But they keep going with the veteran solder. They obviously yeah. trust him more. And when and Rob Sale, yeah. yeah, hold that door. One yeah, second, yeah, good, good. When Rob Sale said, well, you know, Solder's just playing better. Yeah. That's why he's playing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Pert's going to have to do some more things, you know, bring a little bit more to play. There, was, there wasn't any question in my mind that Rob Sale was sending a message to Matt Pert, basically telling him, dude, do you want to play in this league or not? Yeah. Because this isn't college anymore. Yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. No, it, it's interesting because you brought that up today, or maybe it was yesterday, I forget when you tweeted it. I mean, the question from everyone, and rightly so, was how can this kid not be beating Solder out with what we see every Sunday? But you know, that's that's the answer from the coaching staff. It's you don't know what you don't know where the effort is. You don't know you don't know what's going on. You know, behind the scenes at practice, guys. Like I, I'm with you. I, I feel the same way. I watch Nate Solder every Sunday and think the same thing. I think I wrote about it last in, in this issue. Why isn't Pert in? What's going on? But you know, you have to go by the coaching and what they see and what they're saying. It is, you know, it's kind of, it is what it is, guys. I, I don't know what to say to that. But it's 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 frustrating that he hasn't pushed him out. Because like you said, Solder is, Solder's done. This is it. This is it for him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's alarming. And that's another possible, you know, for a kid that looked like it was very promising at the beginning. Now, you know, you know, now it's like, well, maybe it's not so promising, you know? Yeah. 
another third round pick by Dave that might go down in the toilet bowl. Okay? Which we're used to here with Dave under Dave Gettleman. We're used to that. Yeah. We're used yeah. to third round picks, you you know, just wiping your butt with him and putting him down the toilet bowl. <laughs> Nothing come on, Aaron, come on, Aaron Robinson. <laughs> Nothing new in Dave World, you know? Nothing new in Giant World third round picks. So, I mean, Aaron Robinson, you know, now yeah. with Donnie Holmes and IR, a Dory out. You're going to see uh, probably Aaron playing a lot of outside again this week, you know? Yeah. Step yeah. up. It's time, brother. You know, yeah. he's, he's getting his feet wet. And yeah, great. I'm glad. I want to watch. I want to, this is what I'm looking for when I watch these games, guys. I want to see the young kids play and see what they can bring to the table. Yep. So uh, he's going to be up there. And um, we'll see if he, he, you know, going against that. Not, you know, they got Waddle, you know, Albert Wilson, you know, some guys. But not the most talented receiving group besides the kid Waddle, you know, so. Yeah. Um, comes down to, listen, you know, can it, can they can they run the ball a little bit? If they're not, if they've been dirt and longs a lot, you know, it could be very ugly, so. Yeah. Good stuff, buddy. Anything else you want to touch on before we get to uh, Twitter questions in this game? Uh, no. No, I think that's it, man. All right. Again, guys, thank you for the, the questions. We really appreciate it. A lot of stuff on Gettleman. We've kind of gone there already. Um, we think he's gone. Even into, I mean, unless the Giants make the playoffs, we think he's gone. So that's that's kind of our canned answer every week. And deservedly so, launched, retiring, whatever it is. But I do like, like I said, uh, how that has kind of been spoken into existence from pretty much everyone. The world has just almost assumed it that he's gone. And I just think that's just going to happen now. So regardless of what the Giant, what Mara was going to do, I think the fact that the world has assumed he's out means he's out. So... That's kind of the, the tail wagging the dog, if you will, on that mm. one, guys. Nice job. Um, all right, here we go, Chris. Ryan Jacobs. If you guys got the coaching job today, what is the first thing you would do to make an impact in this organization? Thanks for all the stellar podcasts. As a coach, Chris, what would you do? Oh, I like these questions where they make you GM and coach. What would I do, like, right now? Well, I'm uh, saying, next, saying the offseason they hire Chris Bizignano as head coach. As a head coach? Yeah. He said, "Coach." Well, I would, I would insist. I would insist. <laughs> Give me some offensive linemen, brother. Give me an edge <laughs> guy. Yeah. And yeah. If you guys plan on having any projects come in, draft picks, I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit before I even coach my first game. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I, you know, that's as a that, that's more of a question of you with a GM, you know, as a coach. Yeah, that's you, right. You know, yeah. You know. If, yeah. If you were the coach, you make sure they fire Gettleman. There you go. <laughs> Carrie Feliciano at Uncle Carrie's. Chris, next time you're at the urinal next to Mara, which is a tradition apparently, any chance you can whisper in his ear, Lewis Riddick would have taken Dwayne Haskins. I feel like we collectively need to squash the possibility of him getting anywhere near our front office. So Carrie wants to know if you can do that, Chris. Don't worry about Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick, he's not coming over here. Don't worry about that. I love that. I love the, that's a response that a father slash uncle gives to a kid. Like, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry about that. Right. You just, you made every giant fan who can't stand Riddick, who listens to this podcast pretty happy right now. So I'm going to speak for them. Uh, let's see. Booker Daniels, Booker, what's up, buddy? Beyond DJ and Saquon, who are the other players the Giants have to evaluate closely given the lean cap space in the future? Anyone else? Oh, well, I mean, Evan Ingram has been evaluated, and I don't think he's coming back. But anyone else that jumps out, Chris, um, from, I guess, the 18 and 19 drafts, right? Like, or anyone else that you can think of. That has to be evaluated? Yeah. Like, man, we, I think they're all evaluated by now, man. They're all spoken for, right? Like, spoken Lorenzo for Carter, now. gone. Lorenzo Carter, the Zimenez, the next year, whatever it might be. They're all, you know. Right. The Dexter Lawrence. Dexter, and, you know what? Dexter Lawrence might be the closest one. Right, they're all evaluated. You know, you know what you got now. You like to give a draft three years, and you know, you pretty much know where you're at right now. Whereas nobody's getting a second contract. <laughs> Julian Love, Julian Love. Yeah, I made the argument. That. I made the argument that Julian Love maybe deserves it the most. There you go. But you know me, I love Golden Domers, Chris. <laughs> Brian oh, Fitz. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Fitzgerald. Dome. Did you? All right, uh, speaking, uh, of, speaking of Irish Golden Domers, go ahead. Yes. Musical question, Chris. Musical question. Did you watch the Beatles documentary, and did it change any opinions or thoughts you had about them? Chris, you a Beatles fan or no? No. I mean, I always 
respecting the music, but I'm not like I'm a big Beatles fan. I don't know what that yeah. means. Yeah, me neither. Sorry, um, Brian. <laughs> no, I didn't watch it, Brian. Um, and um, I'm sure it was good. I mean, look, I have all all respect and will for those guys, you know, and especially Paul McCartney. He's he's a genius, but yeah, no, I'm not a big, uh, you know, as far as uh, I want, I want to check this out, you know. So didn't see it. Sorry. Yeah, me neither. Sorry, Brian. We love you, buddy. We love. If it was a YouTube documentary, Brian, we'd be all over it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the real world, Brian, you know, they probably couldn't even, you know, yeah, know. page and plant and bottom right. probably wouldn't even allow them to carry their instruments. You know, <laughs> that's right. Best band ever. Big Blue VCR. Good with a good question. Not just the content that he provides to Giants Nation every day. Seemingly, I know it's tough to make upgrades during the season, but Punter should be an easy one. Dixon has been average at best the past couple of years, and it nearly cost them on Sunday. What is he doing well to keep him here, considering all the special teams experience on this coaching staff? I got to be honest with you. I'm a little surprised they didn't bring in a few punters during this course of the season. That kind of pushed Dixon a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, because he's come up flat in key times, no doubt about it. Uh, but it looks like, you know, he's going to finish up the year, and you might see a change here next year. Yeah. Um Wow, we have a we have a question from a Hall of Fame sports writer, Chris, named Bob Glober. Have you ever heard of him? <laughs> yes, I have. He's asking. I believe it's directed at you. Do you promise to address your emoji game? <laughs> so you know, Bob um, was one of the best guys around. Uh, you know, Bob's a very good friend of mine. Um, so he sends a response to one of the tweets during the week, and it was a head blaster which i had no idea what that emoji was so i kind of tweeted back what the hell is that so i see him wednesday and i called him i was breaking his chops because bob's been around since 85. so i called him a millennial i said look at you the millennial with all these emojis and all this crap so when i saw bob at the stadium wednesday i was breaking his chops a little bit calling him because he likes to pride himself being an old school reporter and all that. And I said, what old school crap? I said, look at you, man. You you know these emojis better than me. So he's been having a little fun with me with that. Um, yeah, I'm working on my emoji game there, Bob. Um, I, I promise I'm going to get a little bit better, man. But that head blaster one did get me. I had no idea. I thought it was I thought it was a Jesus thing with thorns, you know, with the, with the head thorns. I was like, what the hell? I was like, look, I'm putting my glass on. What is that? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's right? Sorry. Sorry. That was hilarious. I, thought yeah. it was, I really thought it was like some kind of Jesus thing with the thorns. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? I'm what the hell are you saying? What are you doing, Bob? Where did Glauba find that one, you know? I thought it was because it was Christmas season. He found it somewhere, but... <laughs> It was a head blaster, and uh, he totally got me in that one. I'm not a millennial like uh, Glabor is. In, in all seriousness, you know, I, I don't do it now as much because especially with um, the COVID protocols, and it's very hard to have two people going ever. But when I do go to the stadium, once when Chris can't make it whenever, you know, hasn't happened in a while, um, Bob Glabor is one of the nicest human beings. I mean, he doesn't know me from a hole in the ground, and he's the kind of guy who says, hi, how you doing? And he's a very nice human being, so... Um, just wanted to say that about him. He's a good dude. And, don't uh, pump his head that much. All right. <laughs> don't pump him that much. Please. Who wants to hear about his Hall of Fame credentials and his books? I'm sick of hearing them. Every time I see him, hey, you see my book, Chris? You see that? No. I'm only kidding, Bob. Bro. No, Bob is a good guy. Really yeah. good man. Nice guy. He's also our president, Jerry, of the PFWA. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Rathan Harren. Love listening to you. To all the way from Sri Lanka. My, that where still baffles me. It's awesome. Where? Sri Lanka. What the hell is that? I don't know. I heard of it, but I don't know where. I can't tell you where it is. It's, uh, what uh, else? Is that Long Island? Where is that? I was going to say, is that like a, is that a <laughs> county in New Jersey somewhere? I have no what idea. Is that? is that the Caribbean? What the hell is that? Oh, I should know these things. I knew you were going to ask me where it was. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's uh, next to Trenton. Yeah, uh, no, seriously, man. That is awesome. I do know it's far away. My question is, who do you blame when players take a step back in year two and onward? It seems like from Barkley to Hernandez to Carter to Jones to Dex, that's a lot of guys, <laughs> to do uh, to so many draft picks that their best year was year one. Dude, that's a really good question. I mean, for Jones, it's easy. You know, Shermer's offense to Garrett's offense. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, the, some of the other guys, like Lorenzo, O'Shane Zimmons had four and a half sacks his rookie year. He hasn't had one since. 
And he had Betcher as his uh, OC, uh, DC. I don't know. That's a hell of a question, man. Yeah. Well, guys just don't stick with it. They don't stay with it. Barkley's had injuries and all that and a bad offensive line. Um, but these other guys, hey, they just dropped in their play. They dropped in their play. I don't want to hear, you know, oh, let's blame coaches. But Come on, give me a break. You know, so they just – Zimenez has been inactive a few times. Oh, for Carter's Quincy, done nothing. For Quincy Roche. You know, Carter's done nothing. Yeah. So, look What's in the more? mirror, right? You got to look in the mirror and say, what, what am I not doing out there? Yeah, it's fair. Stephen Mordu, what's more likely? The Giants finish 9-8, and eight, Gettleman gets another year, or we take a quarterback as one of our two first-round picks? That's a – Stephen, that is a hell of a either-or. Because – Neither would be the quarterback. <laughs> neither. Yeah, I was going to say neither, but I yeah. – That's funny, Chris. I would have said Gettleman stay – I think I think there's more of a chance of Gettleman staying than well, they go quarterback. said 9-8 and eight and Gettleman staying. Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, there's no chance they're going nine and eight, dude. That's that's why I said the quarterback thing. If you would have just said Gettleman staying, I would have said, good, yeah, a there's point. a better chance of Gettleman staying. That's a that's a good point. Why he he added nine and eight with that? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 that's a good yeah point. there's no way they're going nine and eight, dude. So I would, they had a better chance of, of drafting a quarterback than that happening. Joey Z with a very open-ended question. Other than an internal hire, what general manager hire would make you irate? <laughs> Jerry Reese, irate? Mark Ross. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it would be Kevin Abrams. Oh, uh, well, you said other than an internal one. Oh, I'm sorry. Other than internal. Oh, um, uh, eh, probably nobody really make me irate. Even Riddick wouldn't make you irate? No, that wouldn't make me irate. Nah, me neither. Wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. A lot of Giant fans can't stand him a lot. Love him. I'm 50-50. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, that wouldn't make me irate. The, the Haskins thing doesn't bother me that much just because... I mean, I liked. There's guys I've liked that that have sucked, right? <laughs> I mean, I liked Ron Dane over Sean Alexander. I mean, I'm not in the profession, but and he I'm wasn't just saying. Only, and he wasn't the only guy that liked Haskins, too. You know? Yeah, right, right. I think we did. I think I did. I, I think I, yeah, I we liked put out there that I like Haskins like, better than Jones. Yeah, we liked the part of his game, no question yeah. about it, man. Yeah. The kid, look, the kid was the kid's talented, but you know, there's other things going on with Jones, you know. So. Yep, like we said, when he started charging for the uh, the draft party, that was woof. Hey, Darth. listen, Mike, Mike Tomlin hasn't rushed him. In. He's not the number two over there in Pittsburgh. That's right. That's right. But Ben's missed games. You know, Mason Rudolph, Mason right? Rudolph's been in and not, not, not Haskins. Yeah. What does that yeah. tell you? Good. Some of these questions are just funny, Chris. i got to read them. Sergeant Mayhem with, with Michael Strahan going into space. Which members of the Giants front office would you like to launch into space next? <laughs> Darth Durango <laughs> passing on Parsons. What an absolute mistake. How did this happen? Yeah, we know. We don't want to talk about it. We seem to talk about it all the time. Uh, Peter F., is Kitchen expected to be the OC long term, or do you think a new hire will be made in the offseason, Chris? Good question. Uh, let's see how the, let's see how the season plays out. But I can one. see I can see I can see Kitchens coming back next year as the OC. Yes, I could. Judge thinks very highly of him, man. I like it. That's a good question. A lot of a lot of good ones this week. Adrian uh, Iafola, will we finally see Brightwell this week? Well, we saw him, but he doesn't catch doesn't touch the ball, right? <laughs> He's been active. He just hasn't. <laughs> yeah. He's a good special teamer, uh, Adriana. Yeah, he, he, that's where he brings it to the team. He's a good special teamer. But, yeah, it's been Booker. And, you know, obviously, with Barkley back, it's been Barkley Booker. I love these questions that are right in your wheelhouse. My wheelhouse? Yeah. Kristen, your wheelhouse? No, yours. Yeah. Because they know that I'm going to ask them. It's a Red Sox question? No, close. Kristen <laughs> N. at Kiki the B. Chris, as a fellow Golden Domer fan, oh, okay. what are your thoughts on the new coach? Hashtag not Giants related, hashtag Golden Domer fan, hashtag New England buffoon crew. Nice, Kirsten. Kirk, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kirsten. 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 Okay. Kirsten. Um, or Kirsten. I don't know. K Y R S T Y N. Okay. Um, uh, do I like the hire? Um, I'm not. It's not like I don't like it. Yeah. I just a little skeptical because he doesn't have any head coaching experience. But I like the man. I like Freeman. I like what he's done this year with the defense. After a slow start, I was ready to launch him. But uh, he's done a lot of good things, especially when Kyle was lost for like three, four games, and he's been out. Hamilton I'm talking about. Um, so I kind of like, I, I, from what I understand, um, the players really like him and respect him. Yeah. Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, is staying. He wants to stay with Freeman. He wants to. Unlike Brian Kelly, he wants to you know stick it out with these kids, and he's trying to bring a championship to the South Bend. So I can't say I don't like it. I just I'm just a little weary only because 
he he's never been a head coach. That's it. That's the only reason why. And and hopefully he you know he he's the transition very smooth and he and he handles it and he'll he'll be there at the bowl game, you know. And with a little luck, maybe even a college football playoff game. But from what I understand, the committee's against Notre Dame because of what Kelly did already. So, um, why are you smiling there, Foley? What are you thinking about? Is, I was going to ask you, Chris. Is Kelly from Louisiana or the South? Uh, I think he's from, uh, you know, I don't know what the hell he's from. Okay, just because he, he has a Southern accent now. I thought that yeah, was yeah, well, you know, I, could, I guess I could do that too if I went down there. I try to put on my Southern accent. Right. You know, all of a sudden trying to fit in with the people, you know. So, it's like getting I, a job in Philly and I start saying things like, oh, phone. Like. Anyway, right. sorry. Yeah, that's just, I remember when Madonna tried that years ago. All of a sudden she had an English yes, accent. Yes, British accent, yeah. Remember that? She tried that. Then all of a sudden she was in Israel for two minutes. All of a sudden she had an Israeli <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, Brian Kelly, uh, you know, what does that tell you, Jerry? Uh, enough said. Yeah. Enough yes. said. That's all I'm going to say. Well, at least he left them respectfully, right? He's a class <laughs> act. Yeah, he's really respectful. Yeah, he left, <laughs> he, I think he left it, you know, I think he wrote something on a paper towel and said, you know, told the kids, see you. Take care. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice knowing you. <laughs> Good guy. Respectful. A lot of honor there. Few more. These are good. Jason Corrigan, thank you for the weekly therapy dose, therapy slash dose of reality, whether the Giants win or lose. How excited are you to hear Tiki Barber's coming to middays on uh, FAN? Hashtag oh. Funker. I like it. I like it. You know why I like it? If nothing else, the, the, the FAN finally, between the hours of what, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., has a Giants fan talking about the Giants, or somebody related to the Giants talking about the Giants, other than Banks' segment when he goes on. That's why I'm excited. Finally. Yeah, I mean, one of the best Giants, right? Right. The greatest Giants. And he's obviously be talking football, talking about the Love Giants. And, Very happy. And you know he's a Giants guy, so right. that's, good. that's good for the Giants world, bro. Yeah. No doubt. The flagship um, station of Giants football, finally. <laughs> right. As you can see, I'm a little bitter about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, brings it. Uh, it almost funny, Jerry. I only found out lately that Moose is not a Giant fan. Moose does the preview. Oh, he's, a, red, the he's a Washington fan. But I think he's a Washington fan. Yeah, he yeah. grew up like in Rig. I think he's red. He's a Washington Yankees. Definitely Rangers, which is great. Right. Um, but like, like, and, and guys, Evan Roberts is very fair to the Giants. I'm not saying that, but he's a Jets fan, right? So is Moose. So is Moose. Moose, yeah. Moose is fair, right? Those guys were fair, yeah. but you never had like a passionate guy on or, or, or woman on there rooting for the giants like geos vikings boomers nothing he, you know he hates everything except the rangers you know uh i guess francesa was who he liked he liked himself so you know we finally have a giant guy <laughs> yeah he did that he did yeah <laughs> right me and bill that's all he would say me and bill yeah parcells used to used to counsel him for decisions a couple more right. yeah. I'm, I'm hot today physic nano a couple used more to counsel me too that's how much you, that's how that's how believable that is <laughs> Jeff Johnson, Chris, nice call on Freeman. When you when you start when do you start doing the Golden Domer Insider podcast? Serious question. Is Aikman is Aikman the worst, most biased commentator of all time? Look, uh, are you asking me, Jerry? He is. Oh, he's asking. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's the most biased, but you know, he just Aikman just, to me is just losing his fastball. He's yeah. I just don't get what he says sometimes. Sometimes he's, I think he's been. I think last night he actually caught himself because the whole second half of last night's game, he was very fair. All of a sudden, he's a, but but you've heard him recently. Like, oh my God, every DPI. He's like, oh, I don't know about that call. You know, yeah. I mean, enough, Troy. All right, enough. You know, he's calmed down and digs Deion Sanders comparison. Now he's calmed down with that a little bit. Would you say? Uh, well, here come the LT comparisons. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jerry. That's why I put it on Twitter, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's been gushing and raving about Micah Parsons. And I get it because the kid has been having a phenomenal rookie year. Yeah. But I'm listening to this. And, you know, he has nine sacks now. And, and I'm saying to myself, oh, man, I just get that feeling Aikman wants to go there. Like, he, he wants to throw it out there. You, haven't, you know, last time we saw a rookie impact linebacker like this was, uh, I'm telling you, I just had that feeling. He didn't say it. You know, he didn't say it. He didn't go there. But, dude, am I wrong in getting that feeling that Troy's dying no. to go there with Micah Parsons? Oh, no. Well, not, especially when he said Aaron Donald was the best defensive player of all time. Yeah, <laughs> not LT is irrelevant to him. Like He's almost like one of those Cowboy fans who doesn't know anything before they became a Cowboys fan. Like, nothing happened before that, right? Like, you know, he came in the league in 89. LT was older. So maybe... Maybe that's maybe that's why he looks at Aaron Donald as the best. I, I don't know. Oh, he was yeah, but LT was still really good in '89. Well, sure, and, right, yeah, right. But I mean, I the, think it's just that maybe it's that Dallas Giant thing, Jerry. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe he's still a little, little all messed up when Banks drilled him that one time. When, yes, when Carl was untouched, and he 
destroyed him one time. Uh, he also destroyed Danny White back in the day. <laughs> oh, the broken wrist. He broke his wrist on that play. Go ahead, Big Blue VCR. Put it out there. We know you got it. You've shown it a million times. It's from Giants Among Men. Um, McConkey's towel. If we lose this week, can you guys start hammering GM options draft? Nah, it's a little early. I get it, buddy. I get you. You want to hear about the draft, but we're not going to get into that till after the season's over. Sorry. We might start mentioning a name here or there, and Chris will talk about Notre Dame offensive lineman maybe that he wants. Oh, none this year, bud. None? No? I'm going to disappoint you. None okay. this year. It's a young, right. yeah, a couple of guys. That you're not gonna, there's no Quentin Nelsons, McGlinchey's. Nobody's coming out this year, so I can't brag about the uh, Irish offensive line this year, although it's gotten better. Uh, in a couple of years, Jerry, we got a left tackle. That's a freshman, and he'll he'll be a stud. And and if anybody's, you know, Jerry, Jerry, you know, just to let you know, after next year, you know, the best tight end in the nation's coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, a little bravado like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big boy that likes to block a little bit. He's a big boy, two hundred thirty pounds, gets out on that second level. Yeah. Oh, Jerry, God, man, <laughs> if that ever happened. That's awesome. Look at you. Get excited. <laughs> Oh, the smile God. on his face, man. That came out. It was a giant. Oh my God, Jerry! The, the smile on, on, on his face. We up in Giant Stadium. I'll be stalking him so much around the building. Mike, interview Mike. Mike, Mike. <laughs> By the way, wait, wait, wait. Thanks for reminding me, Xavier. Xavier McKinney, dude. Oh, who the hell are you? Good, good kid, man. Well, who are you? So, really? The next, the next issue. Um, awesome. Be reading about it. Um, yeah, I thank the Xavier coming out. Give me a few minutes. So. Just a bright guy, bro. Yeah. Oh, really good kid, man. Class kid. Love him. I love him, dude. Oh, yeah. I love him. I've been bragging I, about him since the first day of camp. He, he's he the, he's the jersey. He's the good the jersey that's going to be all over that stadium coming time. And, he, you know, he, I don't want to get into the interview so much, but he said some interesting things to me, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Playing deep safety. Yeah. Um, he winds up, you know, uh, he said a few interesting things that I think people are like, will be like, wow, really? This, I didn't think this even happened during an NFL game or whatever. You know, he talks a little smack. You know, you don't really see that on the field, right? Yeah. You don't really see McKinney getting in people's face. He likes right. to talk a little smack. But well, he said that, something about uh, Hurts uh, when he uh, made the interception. I forget what it was, but they he should got, be. He told me, yeah, he told me, you know, uh, he got, you know, he reminded Hurts about it, you know, um, yeah, during yeah. the game. Um, and, um, but look, Jerry, uh, I asked him to, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you the type of kid he is. You know, I tried to get him a little bit. I yeah. said about the Pro Bowl. I said, you know, do you think you belong in the Pro Bowl? You know, yeah. <laughs> I want to see. Did he mean, he was just like, listen, I'm just here. You know, whatever they decide, but, you know, um, I'm here. If I go, I go. If I don't, I don't. But Jerry, you know, I've been raving about this kid from day. Yeah. Yep. And then he broke his foot, you know, last year in camp and ruined his whole season. Yeah, comes back. You know, we talked about that. Me, me and McKinney about you know, the end of last year, his experience and everything. And um, you kind of get the feeling, right, Jerry? I, I, I've been telling people since camp, this kid's a ball hawk. He's yeah, always around the ball. Five picks. Five picks could have seven or eight. Yeah, which I broke his chops about a little bit. Yeah, dropping that one against the Eagles, dude. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little off the record, breaking his chops a little bit about the drop picks, and he just can't drop those. And uh, so. Hey, do you, how do you feel about this kid playing safety for the Giants? You know, um, me for a while, right? Love him, love him. You know, I mean, Giants I, Nation, the, the question right? was asked earlier in the year: what future Giant could be in the Ring of Honor? And I just threw out: I'm like, I don't know, maybe Xavier McKinney, based on what we saw very little last year, what you've been saying since training camp, and now what he's showing us. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, look, you don't get too far ahead, but we got it. We got a we got a keeper at at, at safety. You didn't go with Zimenez with that answer? No, I didn't. I skipped no. him. Yeah, he was next. He was one one in one A. And you know, Jerry, you know, McKinney is playing a lot of deep safety, man. You know. Um, yeah. So he's making things happen. He, you know, so it, it's just a great. Uh, at least you have a young kid, Jerry Star, that might be a Pro Bowl this year, right? Um, the best giant safety since who? Kenny Phillips? Yeah, but oh, he's, uh, but he's I guess maybe Antrell is a free he, agent signing? Yeah, yes, but I oh, I don't want to say this out loud. He, he's the best giant safety of Kenny Phillips before Kenny Phillips hurt his knee. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. You know, I mean that was such a time. short that was such a short time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. So I'm, I'm even thinking like beyond that, right? Who you got? I don't know. Greg Kenny Hill? 
Greg, <laughs> Greg Jackson. I, I mean, he was good, but that's what I mean. Like, seems like certain teams aren't. If you look at certain teams, like they're just like Chicago quarterback, right? They can you name a Chicago Bears quarterback in their history other than Sid Luckman that you could say, oh yeah, they got that position down. It, it's just funny how certain teams have certain positions where they you look at them and you say, hey, really in their history. I mean, look, guys, Jimmy Patton, Sputter Lockhart. I get it, but anyway, just wanted to throw that out there and see, you know, going back to who you thought was that good at safety for the Giants. Roll and Phillips are good choices. Two Rolls more. Were excellent, yeah. Phillips yeah. before he got hurt, Jerry, with that knee, he was stud. he was pretty good too, man. He Monster. Was, he was a stud too, man. You know. Yeah. And look, it's only two years of an X. We don't want to get a little immature, but but I mean, he stays. You know, he keeps doing what he's doing, bro. He's, uh, he's going to be one of the Giants' best safeties of all time, man. Yep. And, and I loved him from day one, dude. Uh, I loved him when they made the pick. If you remember, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, seen in Alabama. And, and they wouldn't trade down. Glad he's a Giant. Yeah. Um, Gettleman deserves the credit and his scouts for taking yeah. him um, in the second round and not trading down. And, uh, Jerry, that's what we need, dude. Yeah. Hall. You know, we need guys creating turnovers, you know, dude? Yeah. That's what we need. And Tony Thomas, I know you're going to say, Emlyn Tunnell, we got it. He's number one, but that's all. So I know Tony Thomas is going to say, hey, guys, come on. Older fans. No, we're not saying he's the number one safety. Well, no, 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 no. I know. He's just a, a I'm just excited. Safety. Something to be excited about on this team. Ones. Yeah, one of the better ones we've had. You know, it looks like he's shaped up to be one of the better ones on his team for, you know, since a long time. Bro. I'm, I'm as excited about Xavier McKinney right now as I am Igor Shesterkin right now, Chris. So there you go. Philip. Who's that? Oh, who's that? Come on. Come on, baby. <laughs> to go from Lundquist to Shesterkin. Oh, it should be unfair, baby. Oh, well, slow down. Unfair. No, I will not slow down. Slow I, it's all down. I got to enjoy. It's, it's all December. I have to enjoy. He's due for injury. He's due to, he's due to something, do something stupid. Five-minute major. Killed it off against the Flyers. Oh, Igor Chance, baby, Flyers at the Garden. Awesome. Mighty. They're a minor league team. Come on. <laughs> I, I couldn't kill five minute major against a top squad. Come on. Nine point five. I, I, I feel bad for you, Ranger fans. They're teasing you again before January 1st. I'm, and I'm all in like a buffoon. I'm in. Whatever. I'm only breaking your chops. They very exciting. They got, they're a very good hockey team. I did get. All right, listen. Talk about buffoon. When they were chanting Igor the other night on that five minute major against the Flyers, I did get a little teary eyed. There you go. No, you didn't. I, I, I did. No, no, no. I did. One second. Uh, I, what do you want me to swear on, Chris? I did. Why would you get teary-eyed? Because because it, re- it remind it reminded me a little of Lundqvist, and it was like we f- we have another goalie that can win games for us. Where you just look back and say he gives us a chance. He just gives us a shot. They didn't, and the crowd going nuts. Oh, they won't oh. chant. The, they won't chant the zero cups though. What are you after that? Oh. No, they were they were chanting four overall in their billion-year history. <laughs> Four cups. That's, that's how many. That's how they many. Were, one quiz one. Okay. I, I know it's such a she deserved. It was a little different when we used to chant Marty back in the day. Because I know you had defensemen too. No, excuse me. Marty had the rings and Marty yeah. had championships. Yeah. yeah, it's Scott Stevens and Ken Danica. And too. Had the, uh, what do you got? Ch- uh, chop meat up front. Or terror, garbage in front of Lundquist for the most part for his career. Ah, there we go. Dan Girardi was the best. Excuse. It sounds like offensive line. Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get off hockey, Chris. I don't know why you went there. Two more. <laughs> Philip uh, at Plorette. Any chance we can do a fans versus Chris and Jerry pool next season where we can all put in picks? You know what? We'll do that weekly next year. We'll do Chris, me, and someone else, and I'll keep track. And, uh, you know, I can come in last instead of just second and last. I'll be third and last next year. So there you go. We'll do it. I'll do it. Lisa, last question. Your girl, Lisa. That's so bad, six. Our girl, Lisa. Santa unpacks his sack. Who, <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> Who does he? <laughs> Lisa, you dog. Who does he bring us to join the Giants? What a draft? I don't know. It's such a uh, such a open ended question, Lisa. I'm still pissed over Parsons that I wanted the line. She sends uh, later. I wouldn't mind the Oregon kid, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, right, that's I wouldn't mind them coming out of Santa's sack. Nice, nice. There we go. All right, dude. Lisa, I love you, baby. Where's my Struffless? You know what I'm talking about. I want my Struffless, Lisa. I'll be on Staten Island next week with a few people. You better have them ready for She me. would so meet you and bring it. Bring my Struffless, Lisa. She's going to bring a DM from her. 
I think she makes truffles at home, if I remember right. No, she, she, she said put them on Twitter last year, right? That's why I said, what is that? And you were like, oh, here we oh, go. Oh, God. here we go. Uh, if it's not corned beef and cabbage, you don't know what, what it how is. How did you grow up on another planet? <laughs> I don't know. Do you not know what truffles is? I don't know what that is. All right. Oh, One o'clock. So sad. Colts, Texans. Colts. Yeah. And a rebound. Vikings. Jerry, did you happen to see yeah. the hard knocks the other night? I did not. Check it out on a repeat, and okay. you're going to see. You want to talk about a tear, Jericho? Just check out Kenny Moore. Oh, I saw you retweet it. Defensive back. I saw the tweet. And, and how he took a young kid and under his wing, and the kid was dying of cancer. And, oh man! Uh, you want to talk about it? Now, this is a real tear, Jericho, not that. Okay. Boom okay. Goal you can't. Was, okay, you can't do that. Eagle, eagle. Some dope has been in the league five minutes. All right, that, that sums up Ranger fans. Right? That's an unfair <laughs> thing to do, Chris. Check. check just, uh, you want to? You might want to check out the latest that hot, the hot knocks. There, really, an unbelievable story. Yeah, right. and, and and how he continues with the family. Just unbelievable, dude. We'll do. Yeah, the, 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 I I'm saw sorry, the uh, Colts. I like the Colts. Yeah, no, it's fine. Texas lost to the Jets, dude. I mean, I'm uh, sorry, Evan, but Texas just lost to the Jets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know that was crazy. Well, not crazy, but uh, Viking. I just don't expect the Jets to ever win. Vikings at Lions. Lions going to get the first? No, right? No. And we, we buried the Vikings weeks ago and, you know, doing some things. You know, it's the Vikings and the Vikings. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> They're the hardest team to predict. Unbelievable. Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons. Let's go Tampa. Bucks. Yeah, let's go Bucks. Here we go. A team that has never beaten the Eagles 0-11 yeah. in their history. I, I didn't know that, Jerry. Did you know yeah. that until this No, I, I, watched the, I watched the Eagles post game and I uh, – Last week, I t- taped it to, to watch those guys to see them cry. <laughs> I did not know Jerry to this week, so I saw in the paper that the Jets have never beaten the Eagles, and they have actually had some like giant like losses to them too. Last second yeah. heartbreakers, everything. Yeah. Um, well, the Eric there was the Eric Allen pick, right? That one in there was the 90s. one Eric Allen pick. Yeah, except yeah. he ran they 150 couple, yards. <laughs> they've had a couple of uh, you know heartbreakers, giant like losses to them over the year. But I'm going to go with the Eagles, Jerry. I think they'll run the ball. They'll do enough things defensively <coughs> to beat the Jets. If Nick Sirianni sticks to the run, then the Eagles should win. Well, I'm going with the Eagles too, unfortunately. I'm rooting for the Bears, Evan. If you're listening, uh, Cardinals at Bears. Cardinals. I guess I'm rooting for the Bears. I'm rooting for the Jets. Sorry. Jets, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals. Who'd you say? Cardinals. Yeah. Me too. Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Get that good draft pick. Go Cardinals. Chargers at Bengals. Well, Bengals are Bengals beat the crap out of the Steelers, yeah. huh? This char- You know what? I'm gonna go with the Bengals at home, man. Yeah, me too. And then the Chargers will be really pissed for the following week when they play us. Ja- Jaguars at Rams. Yeah, okay. This is their get right game. The Rams. <laughs> Boy, they talk about get right week. <laughs> yeah. well, a team that's kind of hot lately. Washington at Raiders. I'm glad. Just a quick second, Jerry. I'm glad that the Notre Dame wasn't considering that Urban Meyer too, dude. By the way. Oh yeah. yeah. Would that have made it harder for you to root for them? Oh, I, I would have, but I would have, but I would have been like, oh my god. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, anyway, what, what game, Jerry? Washington at Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Sorry, I know Washington's playing well, but no. um, I like the Raiders in this one. I'm going Washington, but I'm rooting for the Raiders. Ravens at Steelers. Uh, Ravens. Steals and I make it a play. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll finish on the 500. Absolutely. 49ers at Seahawks. Wow. I'm going to go a little bit of an upset in this. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Get off the snide. Um, I, I know what's-his-name is not playing, and he makes a huge difference in their offense, Debo Samuel. I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset in this year. I'm going to go to Seattle. I'll go 49ers. Uh, Broncos at Chiefs. Man, Denver's playing well, but I'll go with the Chiefs at home. Yeah, me too. Monday night. Patriots at Bills. Good one. That's going to be a good one. Good one, man. But Real good. I, I'm going to go with the Bills. Are you? Yeah. Hey, it's a toss-up. Um, Patriots haven't won. How many have they won in a row? Five, oh, six? Five or six, yeah. Playing I'm going to go I'm, I'm gonna go Bills as well, dude. Um, yeah. I think it ends this Monday night. Right. So do I. Lastly, Giants at Dolphins, 1 o'clock, Sunday, December 6th. 5th, 5th, 5th. Who do you got? Um, Mike Glennon, Barkley's going to have to get about 180 yards to win this game, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure that's going to happen. Um, I think Tua will do enough. I think they're going to get a few turnovers, Miami. I, I like Miami. I hate to say I like Miami like in a 19-14 game. 
the defense of the New York football giants will do enough to come out with the victory. There you go. It'll be like the Seattle game last year. It's going to be low scoring. Um, I just think the giants, I, I look like guys, I have no other reason than rooting for them, but I, I, I do think the defense will come up big for the giants and, yeah, kind of a similar score, Chris. 17-13, something like that. 19, I could see no, 19 Like a Seattle a of, type score. Yeah, like a lot of, like, you know, we don't score touchdowns, so Graham Gano will kick 40 field goals. And, you know, <laughs> if, we win, if we score 21, it's because he kicked seven field goals. So. Hey, Jerry, that, that's a very good point. I mean, Graham Gano could be the MVP this damn game. Well, that's why when you said 19, I'm like, he's right. It's going to be like four field goals and <laughs> uh, some fluke it's, touchdown. Uh, Bradbury pick six. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Right, or a fumble that we pick up. I don't know, whatever. Right. Hey, could see it happen for sure, Jerry. For sure, I could see that that result. But nice. I'm going to stick with the Miami. Uh, yeah, it's I, probably the smarter pick. No, you were right last week, dude. I had the Eagles, right? You had the Giants. Yeah, a lot of right? rooting, a lot of rooting interest there too. Oh. Well, you still you <laughs> I make those stupid picks that way. All right, buddy. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Nice job today. Good stuff. <clears throat> All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. And for a digital subscription, go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, enjoy Sunday. Hang in there. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Enjoy. Bye-bye. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.